The 1.6 gigahertz radio frequency has been associated with many extraterrestrial and paranormal events. Is this the frequency that can summon up UAPs, or are we simply detecting our own leaked radio waves? Join us on Aliens Explored as we test many of the competing theories of an issue that people can become surprisingly emotional about. Please consider signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Aliens Explored for just two English pounds a month so that we can continue to bring you this sometimes heated content. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Aliens Explored, looking at all kinds of weird and wonderful things surrounding the otherworldly UAP extraterrestrial who knows what. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. How's it going, Neil? It's going very well, thank you. How are you? I'm uh, since the last thirty minutes uh, since you last asked me. I'm really good, thank you. <laughs> good, good. You haven't you haven't deteriorated in that time. No, no, it what, has happened. It, has it can happen, ha- it can happen very quickly, can't it? Sometimes it really. Yeah. Let me just, just with check Miami. My, yeah. Well, let me just check my blood sugar. Oh, oh that's yeah, very it's, important. It, it's still relatively. It's a bit, bit higher than I would like it, but but not not dangerously. So, right. Well, we don't want to get you sort of het up or agitated or anything like that. Well, actually, so that's have a big argument. Yeah, that that'll bring my blood sugar down. Actually, I'll put the pressure up, but it'll bring the sugar down. Oh well, I'm sure if anyone can disagree about today's topic, it's us. <laughs> so, so, what is um, today's topic, Steve? So we're talking about a specific radio frequency, um, mm-hmm. and it's 1.6 gigahertz. Right. Now, in of itself, there's nothing particular. Well, I say there's nothing particularly special about 1.6 gigahertz. Some people have suggested there is actually quite a lot of special things about it, um, but the reason where we connect it to UFOs and UAPs is a lot of people over a a long time have Mm -hmm. found that if they broadcast specifically at 1.6 gigahertz, they can often, um, not always, but often 
Um, they will get UAPs appearing in the skies nearby. Now, this has been highlighted especially uh, in recent years with a TV show uh, called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch or The Curse of Skinwalker Ranch. If yes. What country you're in. Um, so it's running on it's running on the history ti- history channel in the US. Um, yes, yes. It's uh, it's also over here in the UK. Uh, we've currently got season four running at the moment uh, on the History Channel. Yeah, if you subscribe to that. Okay, uh, that's October. We've had four episodes, I think, of season four. They've had the whole lot of season four in America. They get it way in advance of us. Right, yeah, but, uh, it's, I, I find it quite a, an absolutely fascinating program. Um, but on Skinwalker Ranch, we've talked about Skinwalker Ranch um, previously on on Aliens Explored, and we will undoubtedly talk about it again. Um, but this is an area in Utah, uh, the Utah Basin, where loads and loads of strange, mysterious things have happened. Um, it was a ranch owned previously by Robert Bigelow, who, whilst he owned the ranch, he started doing investigations into UFOs, was quickly snapped up by the government to do that research, but for them, but secret, so we never found out what happened. He okay. sold it to Brandon Fugel, um, who is now doing lots of investigations scientific investigations around ufos uaps but they're making it into a tv show as well oh. <laughs> mm. that goes a so, bit further than that <laughs> the lead scientist on this on this tv show dr travis taylor um, mm. is the one who um when they've been provoke what they call provoking a response um on the ranch and it, it does i mean Tra- dr travis taylor is is big on rockets so you know i think he's got a whole mm. tv series that he you know just launches builds and launches rockets so he's sent uh, rockets up into the skies above skinwalker ranch and you know stimulated ufos uaps to appear but quite often when they're stimulating a reaction, they will suddenly start detecting a signal at the 1.6 gigahertz frequency. So it's associated with a lot of the strange goings on there. Okay. Is any of that new to you, or is any of that not new to you? Um, yes, it is. Um it is, but what I've read is that it's called that the 1.6 gigahertz is called the iridium signal, which is used by military satellite phones, uh, and, right. and that used by the military. Um, it points Reddit points out that Skinwalker Ranch sits almost directly between Hall Air Force Base and NORAD, or the Space Force complex. So if there was a flying hub 40 miles or so east of the ranch, Hill Air Force Base could communicate to the hub and the message would be securely relayed to the NORAD or Space Force. So it would okay, seem that two, given the two location of Skinwalker... separate things. Well, given uh, the, what they're saying is given the location of Skinwalker Ranch, it's not surprising you'll be picking up the 1.6 gigahertz frequency on a regular basis. Oh, Okay, so, so you, you've just mentioned two 
completely and utterly disparate things. The Iridium, um, so the it's it the one point six gigahertz signal of oh, oh, frequency is not known as Iridium. What it is, there is a satellite program called Iridium. Um, Okay. That uses 1.6 gigahertz as its frequency, so it's just a, a a slight difference. The reason that satellite system is called Iridium is because there are 77 satellites in that network, and Iridium's atomic number is 77. Right. Or it's 77 on the periodic table, or something like that. Anyway, so it's just like a, it's it's kind of like a Starlink thing. Right, and that's what it is. But it uses 1.6 gigahertz. Um, the military have also used 1.6 gigahertz in communications. Yes, that's that's not a secret. Um, and yet, certain certain satellites do as well. However, for one thing, even given its location, so so you're sending the signal up into a satellite and then back down to its location. Yeah, that's. That's bypassing where you are in the middle. It's like uh, where I am in the northeast of London. Mm. If I if I shot a beam of light up to a mirror um, up in space, yeah, that landed down, um, I don't know, somewhere in Kent to the southwest of London. It would be going over your head, Neil, but you wouldn't be able to see it. But doesn't the signal radiate as well? I mean, you're directing it the frequency up up towards the satellite, but won't it be detectable all around you? Um, as I understand it, these uh, these are are quite specifically channeled, and in order to get those distances, you're looking at microwave frequencies. So they are. It, it's more like a laser beam than it is. Uh, a general broadcast. So, so let's go back to what you were saying earlier about stimulating the appearance of UAPs over Skinwalker Ranch. Yes. Um, so, how how do they do that? Uh, they've done that a number of uh, a number of ways, um, and it's not just UAPs they've stimulated the appearance of. Um, but one of their favourite methods of doing that is to yeah launch rockets up into an area they call the triangle, which is where they've noticed uh, the the most number of anomalies. Uh, so that that in the area that sounds like a, an enormous in, the sort of investment people that the military aren't usually prepared to make to to try and prove or disprove <coughs> UAPs uh, yeah, we, can, we can send up a rocket so <laughs> imagine the guy doing the budget saying yes and what's the purpose of this rocket yeah we want to see if it makes a UAP, UAP appear um, oh, you're right, not looking uh, at rockets like the manned rockets it's not, it's it's the sort of rockets you get, you know, like that you launch from the backyard what, a, a, a setting up a firework um, I mean, it's more complex than a firework. It's a bit bigger than than fireworks, and they've they've launched some big rockets over the over yeah the there. But uh, so, yeah, but a big rocket is a big budget as well, isn't it? Yeah, it but you're not have some looking kind of at purpose. You're looking at thousands of dollars, not you know millions of dollars. Mm. It, it's the sort of thing hobbyists will launch. Okay. Um. Yeah. So like mod, it, well, more like mod, talking, model rocketry than fireworks. 
yes, yeah, model rocketry, if you if you want to use that term. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You're talking hundreds of feet, not, you know, not tens of miles. Right. Um, they've flown there. They've got a helicopter that they, they've flown through mm. the areas, anomalies. It's all kinds of things that they, they've done to stimulate... Um, Stimulate phenomena. Um, I read a story. <laughs> I, I read a story about um, people who wear tinfoil hats. Mm-hmm. Um, conspiracy theorists who believe that um, someone's trying to put me- send messages to their brain or whatever, so they wear a tinfoil hat to deflect the signal. So, a group of, I think, researchers or possibly students at a university thought, well, would that actually work? Let's just look at a tinfoil hat and see what effect that has and what they found was that at certain frequencies yeah it does stop the signal getting through but at other frequencies um and <laughs> suspiciously by frequencies used by the military um it actually amplifies it wearing a tinfoil right. hat so um then they want well, you could you could speculate well there's a conspiracy theory yeah, that that someone working for the military secretly is telling people they need to wear a tinfoil hat to stop the military sending signals to their brains. They put their tinfoil hat on and, uh, yeah, open up a gateway. Yeah. Do you know what? I bet you've seen people wearing tinfoil hats as well. Um, they're not that common, though, are they? They're more uh, common than people realise, and it's why I'm confident saying it, especially because you live in London, because mm. the way people do it, they don't just like... I mean, some people just like plug a load of tinfoil over that, but the people who generally do it, they'll wear it inside a normal hat. So you would never know. They'll line their hats with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm confident. And it is far more common than uh, than a lot of people realise. So, listeners, uh, give us a give us a call, give us a shout. By the usual means, if you if you wear a tinfoil hat and uh, which, which frequencies particularly you're worried about, especially if you're worried about the one point six gigahertz signal, um, we'd we'd love to hear from you. So, talking about the one point six gigahertz, then there are some interesting aspects to it. Mm. Do you remember in the last episode, Neil, we talked about the Fibonacci sequence or the golden yes. ratio? Yes. 1.618 is the golden ratio. 1.618. It is the Fibonacci. It, it's, it's the key number to it. So 1.6, 1.618, it's, you know... Are we, are we blundering close. into the realms of numerology here? or um... Not numerology. This is a scientific principle. It's a scientifically recognised sequence it it has a lot of importance in mathematics but is is the fibonacci um sequence um pertinent to this radio signal this, it, uh, no no i'm just it's, saying it's coincidental. that's an interesting it's interesting that it's so close mm. 1.6 1.618 i just think that's i just think that's a noteworthy I've I've nowhere to go with it, (laughs) but I just think that's an interesting thing to note. Also interesting, but specifically on the radio frequency, 1.6 gigahertz, in Hmm. 2003, a study was done, this was a a Hmm. government-funded study, was done 
into the potential genotoxicity of the 1.6 gigahertz as a wireless signal. Now, they didn't do a study into 1.7 gigahertz, they didn't do a study into 1.5, specifically 1.6 gigahertz. They they got a load of rats um, mm. and they basically fired this, this 1.6 gigahertz wireless signal at the rats mm-hmm. and they got some, you know, control rats and there were some that they, you know, they only fired it at their skulls, some they fired it at the whole bodies, you know, there's all kinds of tests that they did uh, to see if there was any adverse reaction, any to, yeah, any toxicity that came about as a result. I've not been able to find any information whatsoever as to why they did that. Well, um, I'm reading here the FCC channel of frequency assignments as of July 2023, so we're pretty up to date, indicates that the 1559 to 1610 gigahertz is assigned to differential GPS services. The range from mm-hmm. 1610 yeah. to 1660.5 gigahertz is assigned to the mobile satellite service. Um, in fact, the entire 1.6 gigahertz band is assigned to various FCC licensees, including radio astronomy, space operations and research, weather satellites, and maritime communications and radar. Yeah. So, it's it's a pretty ubiquitous signal. But that wouldn't explain why, for example, when they started drilling into the ground at Skinwalker Ranch, suddenly they're getting a 1.6 gigahertz signal that they weren't getting before. When they stopped drilling, the signal went away. Hmm. Someone else suggesting that, it could, that, be from, it could be from a, a laptop or any other device around it. But that it could be from, then it would just be there constantly. It wouldn't be there as the drilling starts and goes away when it stops. Mm. That, that wouldn't. And then drilling in a different area doesn't happen mm. at all. It wouldn't explain why it appears when a UAP appears in the sky. Uh, that 1.6 gigahertz signal is there. When the UAP goes, the signal goes. Doesn't explain any of that. Okay. Um, there is also another aspect to this as well that I think is mm. worth looking at. Um, so Dr. Travis Taylor, he... Mm-hmm had some concept so when he started working on Skinwalker Ranch and this 1.6 gigahertz signal um was appearing now bear in mind he he's got multiple PhDs you know he's he's physicist and you know he's he's like he's a proper rocket scientist he knows check out the big brain on Travis as they say in exactly (laughs) exactly um so he he had a bit of a concern that this 1.6 gigahertz signal that he kept picking up might have been a foreign power, basically. Hmm. That there might be, you know, espionage or something like that involved in this. So he took his findings. This was after the hmm. first year, first year study at Skimmore Crunch. He took his findings to the Pentagon. The Pentagon instantly and secretively made him uh, very senior in the UAP task force. Solely based on his investigation into the 1.6 gigahertz signal. Mm. 
Now, this 1.6 gig, like I say, you know, this is not news. This is not just a Skinwalker Ranch thing. People have been using this 1.6 gigahertz signal to stimulate UAPs, UFOs, if you prefer, mm -hmm. for years. And people have detected 1.6 gigahertz signals when UFOs and UFOs... In fact, it probably worked that way around first. People detected the signal, mm. then started using the signal to uh, to stimulate UAPs to appear. So it's not, okay. it's not new. And the fact that he went to the Pentagon, got this strange 1.6 gigahertz signal. That was a terrible impression. Um... <clears throat> And they're like, right, we're making you very senior on this UAP task force. Someone here saying the UAP task force was actually headed by Jay Stratton. I did say he believed, it. Um, this, this is what this guy's saying. He's headed, headed by Jay Stratton. So we, let's pick yes. holes in this. A guy who believes he's encountered ghosts at Skinwater, Skinwalker Ranch. He's just a fan of paranormal stuff and already had a connection to Skinwalker Ranch. He hired Travis Taylor because Travis is equally as bad at critically analysing data as he is, as he is, and demonstrated a okay. propensity to wildly overstating the strangeness of actually mundane things, fabricating paranormal explanations and extremely unlikely speculative conclusions. Tell the listeners which website you've just found that on, because I know Reddit. exactly where it's come from. Red there it's on Reddit, it. yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm going to dismiss it, This is opinion, completely. this is opinion. Um, yes, it, yes, Jay Stratton did head up the UAP task force. I never said at any hmm. point that Travis Taylor headed it up. I said they made him very senior the, in the UAP task force. The UAP task force was a joke. It was comprised of unserious ghost hunters and paranormal fans who just hired each other specifically because of their interest and belief in paranormal things. And it was all is, one... Sorry, it was that's all, absolute bullshit. But, but yeah, <laughs> it was all one big echo chamber of ridiculousness and it's no mystery why they failed but, at their job to identify reports sent in and failed to not, actually identify foreign spy balloons that not, have been floated over the country be, for the years. Not to be difficult, Neil, but you know, it, 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 it's a Reddit point of view. It's hardly, I'm, I'm, it's hardly, um, and and I'm, I'm sure but, listeners want to want to hear the opinion of Reddit. They can, you know. No, but you know, uh, we, we're, we're talking about how these kinds of studies get ridiculed. There you are. There's there's a, a first-hand yeah. ridiculing of the whole thing. So that's what they have to contend with. When they they looking at that's what they're going to be that's what Jay Stratton and and Travis Taylor will get accused of you know you, you know and it's, and it's it's right to look at the credentials of people like Stratton of people like hmm. Dr Taylor um, there's there's it, it, yeah it's it's absolutely right we should look at them hmm. um, but to say oh yeah oh well he believes in God. well. <laughs> Here's the thing. The only serious scientists you will get researching UFOs are people who have an interest mm. in the paranormal, I'll say, you know, as a, as a blanket okay. sort of statement. Um, if somebody dismisses that sort of thing out of hand, that's the last person you want on a, on a, a team. Did um, you want did people doctor... going in with an open mind. But did Dr. Travis Taylor say, as he's accused of saying here, that there are no known technologies that use the 1.6 gigahertz bandwidth? No. He didn't fact, say that. They've no, in fact, on, on, on this particular programme, 
on, on the Skinwalker Ranch program, they have said many, many times that certain satellites use it, certain military um, communications use it. Yeah, but um, what, what, that what certain cell phones use it. But what we're saying is that on Skinwalker Ranch, this signal is suddenly detected. Yes. When when paranormal phenomena appear. Yes, it, it coincides. It coincides with the appearance of of certain phenomena. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Um, it, it's not that. Yeah, it. it <laughs> of course, there there isn't a frequency on the planet that that isn't used by someone somewhere. Hmm. So yeah. Um but yes it's the it's the connection or the apparent connection. Uh, I mean you circumstantial connection. Can, can you just pick any frequency and say we we'll communicate on this and as long as both of you are tuned into that frequency you'll be able to talk over radio. I'm not an expert in radio frequencies but I think within reason, maybe within a certain range, yeah. Certainly, I certainly remember working in the military when we would be scanning the radio waves. I mean, I know these radios had a limited range, um, but they would they would pretty much cover everything military forces were likely to use. Um, but yeah, there was no one saying, well, no, there wouldn't be anything on that frequency. Hmm. We we would listen. I mean, you for probably our... know more about radio frequencies than I do from that. Well, yeah, I wasn't that that hot on the techie stuff. But we'd have two radios. One of them would be okay at twelve o'clock. This network, this this um, this unit um, will always send a message on this uh, on the hour. They they will cut. They will come up and check in, or on the half hour, or on the quarter hour. So you'd have your radio tuned in, ready to listen to that. And in the meantime, you'd have your second radio, and you'd just be sort of scrolling through, listening to what you can. What you can pick up, mm. but obviously yeah. you drop it, drop it for the priority ones as soon as yes something came up, something interesting. <laughs> yeah, and and there were some. Sometimes it would take a long time to identify um, some something that actually was of of value because they broadcast quite close to something that was quite mundane, but we we're used to listening to it. So it would just be someone would start listening to it and then just drop it and there wouldn't really be anything until mm. they, there were enough sort of partial logging. So someone's like, actually, let's get someone on this one. Yeah. So, looking at the history then of this mm. 1.6 gigahertz, um, like I said, yes, you know, we will, we have human transmissions at 1.6 gigahertz. There's, there's no question about that. Hmm. But there's no other frequency that I'm aware of that people have simultaneously detected whilst observing UAPs. Um, there's no other signal that I'm aware of that people have put out to stimulate UAPs. So I'm inclined to think that there is a connection there. Um, so it's so not when, a constant connection, but um, I, I remember working with someone who they were they were part of the SETI program, the Search for Extraterrestrial mm -hmm. Intelligence, and they had I don't know what equipment they had, but they basically had a computer running at home all the time looking for some kind of signal. So would that have been searching on the specifically on the 1.6 gigahertz 
frequency or no, as far as I'm aware SATI isn't a specific signal um, I don't know uh, just, I mean you, if you're scanning an area for a radio signal you're gonna well I suppose yeah, yeah, I you, you, looking, you, you're sort of broadband on that you, you're not you're not narrowly looking at one particular thing mm. uh, you get an entire spectrum analyzer across okay. the whole range I'd have thought that okay. makes sense because you know but if you get a signal at 2 gigahertz and you're only looking at 1.2 you know that's yeah 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 so they, yeah they'd stick a spectrum analyzer across that no doubt okay hmm. interesting though there we go you, you got any thoughts about what it might be though are you going um, with the satellite or I, I'm going with I, I, I don't know it's not I don't think it's nailed down tight enough for me yeah they, they picked up the signal but it could be it it could come from from anything I think I don't think it necessarily means extraterrestrials or paranormal I don't know I don't know. I mean, looking um, at further, though, our, our entire think. our entire reality. I mean, we're made of atoms, which are largely energy. So our entire reality is energy vibrating at a certain frequency. So I don't know if that's one point six or what. <laughs> yeah, we we <laughs> are just one point six gigahertz. <laughs> Maybe we are. Well, what do our listeners think? That's what I want to know. Um, you know, if you listeners out there, if you've watched Skinwalker Ranch, um, do let us know what you think about it. Um, and what do you think about this 1.6 gigahertz signal? Uh, you can contact us via the usual means. You can email us aliensexplored at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. Give us a cheeky like and subscribe while you're there, please. And, uh, of course, if you're one of our Patreon subscribers, you get exclusive access to our Discord server where you can chat with like-minded people about that as well. Join us next time when we're sticking with military stuff, though, Neil, because uh, we're going to look at some UAP footage taken in 2014 by the Chilean military. Right. So you don't want to miss that one. Well, no, I'll be there. Uh, Indeed. In the meantime, keep watching your spectrum analyzers for any weird signals. And of course, keep watching the skies. And let Take us care know. For now. Let us know what you find. Catch you next time. Bye bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com. <laughs>